Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Review and Preview Special Edition regarding the Stanley Cup Finals, and we'll touch upon whatever else has happened in the league throughout the last few days. Um, so it's a special edition. I hope you guys got your morning coffee going because uh, it's early um, for a show, but you know what? We're doing it. Uh, I have behind stage with me Kyle Earhart. He is also going to go over the Stanley Cup Finals with me. And without further ado, here we go. All right, Kyle, Good welcome. Good morning. Um, it's a little different uh, for everybody watching and for us as well. We're doing a show before, in the morning and yeah. not in the evening or night. Uh, so welcome. Thank you for joining me this morning before you head off to work. Yes, um, thank you for having me. No problem. All righty. So as we both know, the Stanley Cup Finals did end Monday night. Uh, with the Tampa Bay Lightning taking it over the Dallas Stars. Yep. Uh, they win in six games. I believe I actually called the six-game period um, they would win. Um, but let's let's start recapping. Uh, so in game one, the Stars won 4-1. to Actually, not going to lie, that was probably the first and only full game I watched of the series. Um, to be no, honest, that was, I mean, clearly we've shown throughout these playoffs that the Island, when the Islanders played the Lightning game one, they were gassed and they were tired and they came out flat and the Lightning killed them. And that's what happened in the Lightning in this round against Dallas in the first game. Dallas came out the well-rested team, haven't played in a week, and they, they absolutely blasted them game one. Yeah. So Stars take game one, four to one, uh, kind of single, easily, hand, handily, handedly. Um, but it, you, you said it perfectly. They were flat. Um, Tampa. Yeah, the, the, the Stars looked like the better team. They, they, they after game one, everyone's like, "Whoa, is Tampa actually gonna, you know, choke again?" And it's just gonna be a, like a series where Tampa just doesn't show up because they're, because I, I don't know. It was, it was crazy. I, I actually thought Dallas was gonna put up a game seven. I said Lightning in six, so I'm glad I got it right. But I thought go. Dallas was gonna take it all the way after. Game one's performance, they looked pretty good. Uh, some quick key points. Uh, their goalie makes 35 st- saves that game. The Dallas Stars in game one, yes. uh, to make that clear. The most fascinating thing, he makes 22 of them in the third period. So the Lightning must have uh, got a talking to in the third period, in the third pe- before the third period in the locker room, and just went uh, – Puck happy in a sense, scoring, uh, taking twenty-two shots on net, so which is pretty amazing. Yeah, I mean, uh, clearly the first two periods the Lightning were gassed, and then the third period, I guess Cooper, John Cooper, put, put in some light in this team. Like, all right, we got to show some fight in this game. If if they're also gonna be a long series, but I guess they uh, Dallas closed it out. They played really well in game one. They played really, really well in game one. Shut out a hot Tampa Bay Lightning team. Yes, they did. And a quick comment here. Tom, uh, from the review and preview, also hosts the big, big blue Avenue. Catch that tomorrow. Get review and preview tonight. He's just good morning, fellas. Good morning, Tom. Morning, Tom. Hope everybody is doing well on this cloudy morning. Um, alrighty. So pretty much the stars took all of game one, um, as expected came out flat. Uh, let's move on to game two, where it was a 
more close, tightly matched up. Uh, they ain't need overtime for this, and we'll actually touch on some overtime games later on. Yep. Um, Tampa Bay wins three to two against the Dallas Stars. Uh, Kai, what's your reactions on Game Two, and what was like the difference if you saw any from the Lightning compared to the Stars? The Lightning were definitely getting out of their zone a lot more. Uh, in Game One, that Dallas Star forecheck was was really really well. Made the Lightning's the Lightning difficult to get out of their zone. They turned the puck over a lot. And game game two was more like the old Tampa Bay Lightning, where the Lightning would just get out of their zone like that. Two two quick passes, Sergachev to point to plot out of the zone. That's what they did really well in game two all around. Uh, Vasilevsky was Vasilevsky, one of the best goalies in hockey, if not the best goalie in hockey. Victor Hedman is absolutely insane. The guy is a monster. Reason why he won MVP. Um, game two was just the Lightning being the Lightning. That's a, that's what they do. They're a quick team. They're a fast team, and they did it in game two. And the fact is that they scored all three goals within the first period to make that stand throughout the rest of the game, while the Dallas Stars scored one in the second and one in the third. Um, so you could just show that um, the Lightning just ate up the third, the first period rather easily. Um, and was able to hold on for a 3-2 lead to tie it up. Now, is that the game where they got their best, best quote-unquote, best player back, or was that game three? Um, I think Stamkos was back in game three. Okay. Speaking uh, of game three, but, why don't we jump to game three then? Yes, yes. All right, so game three, uh, still no overtimes played. The Lightning takes it, uh, takes the lead two to one. Lightning also score five goals compared to the Dallas Stars. Three goals. Um, most of their goals came in the first and second period, while the Stars only got a goal in the first and a goal in the third. But I think, yeah, this was a game Steven Stamkos played. He played a total of two minutes and 47 seconds and scores one goal. If that's not shows that he's one of the best players in hockey and how much Tampa Bay, even without Steven Stamkos, still win the series and still win the Stanley Cup is very, very impressive. He's yes. a difference maker. He, he's the reason why he's their captain. He's one of the best players in the NHL, and I'm sure Kyle Russo and, and Tom would definitely agree with that. One of the best players in the NHL. So for him to come back and only play around two minutes, you were saying, of that – Third game and yeah, score go. Forty-seven seconds. Yeah, I mean that just shows you he's a complete impact player. On as soon as he steps on the ice, he's a player that, in a sense, you want to double team, um, if not try to keep no, him exactly. he's, far he's away from the net as possible because yeah. you can just tell he's just that dangerous. Um, I mean, he scores a goal. Who else scores a goal? Uh, the thing is, it, it it wasn't a cheap goal either. He was skating right to left and just uh, just absolutely sniped it over his glove, top left. And it, it wasn't a cheap goal; it was a Steven Stamkos type goal. It was it was a very good call. And you know, all those Tampa Bay Lightning fans down in Florida, wherever they are, um, was jumping for joy seeing their captain come back and scoring a goal. Of course, so. the, guy, the guy has injury problems all his career, but once he's on the ice, he's he's a difference maker. He's a huge difference maker which is great to see. So at this point in game three, uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning are now up a game on the Dallas Stars. Um, so let's move on to game four. Where game four, we had to go into overtime. 
Um, this is where we saw some games starting to to sway the hand in a sense. Um, Dallas, uh, I'm sorry, um, Tampa Bay wins it uh, five to four. Uh, most of their goals come within the second period with two, and they score a goal each. A goal in each period, including OT. Um, for Dallas, they most of their goals came in this first with two, then uh, one in the second, and one in the third. Um, so let uh, how, how what did you see a difference to make the Dallas Stars push it to overtime? It's just it's just the their mentality. It's been all postseason long with them. Uh, they were the best team going into the bubble if you look at the roster, and clearly they're the best team out of it. And with Sergachev, with Shat, the addition of Shattenkirk from the Rangers, with Kalorn, Braden Point, like that team's going to score goals, right? I mean, that team is not. That team is just not going to find a way to not score a goal, right? And with Shattenkirk scoring the winner from the point. Uh, Hudobin, the goalie for Dallas, had no chance. It, it was like three people in front of him, and that's just what Tampa Bay does. They they do all the good things that every hockey team should do. Now, you think that um, pushing it to OT might have helped Dallas a little bit, in a sense, to hopefully get them going? Oh, yeah. When uh, Pavelski scored the goal with like 11, like nine minutes left in the third period, that Dallas looked like the better team in the last nine minutes. Dallas looked like they were going to score. They were going to win in the third period, kind of what the Islanders did. When the Islanders came back against Tampa, the final eight minutes of the third period, it was all Islanders. And that was the same thing how it was in this game in Dallas. So you're hoping if you're a Dallas fan, let's win this game in the third period because we go into overtime. This Tampa Bay has played already seven to eight overtimes this playoffs. Oh, uh, yeah, around there. And they've won like six of them. So going into overtime – you kind of think Tampa's got the edge because they played so many playoff games, especially that memorable one where they played five overtimes and they won against Columbus in the first round. Yeah, I, I don't know the, the actual fact of it, but I think they've played the most minutes in, five, in yes, uh, yes. Stanley Cup playoffs yeah, in, yeah, played as the most a whole. Minutes. Yes, yes, yeah. they've played for the most minutes. So that's actually pretty cool. Um, another uh, comment from Tom here this morning. He definitely agrees. Um, it's nice to see the team win after – years first rounds meltdown yeah and, and even kevin shattenkirk said today and it's like exit interview before you know season officially dies down he said they actually looked at the university of virginia as their inspiration because if we all remember university of virginia the basketball team lost in the first round to the 16th seed and last year tampa lost to columbus in the first round so they kind of used them as an inspiration to like all right we're gonna win this thing so which is great to see. Um, yeah. That's 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 what you want to see within the sports world. Use another team and get some inspiration from them. Uh, so let's all go on to game five. This is where the Stars take the game. Uh, this is where it pretty much forces a game six. Um, so Dallas takes uh, the victory three to two. Um, they did have to go into two OTs for this game. Yes. Uh, so as Tom's comment, unbelievable. Uh, yes, for sure. Um, now, I believe you really were getting into this game. Um, oh, I, I was crazy in this game. I, I think I was home with my dad watching this game. And just, it was just, it was a great game. Honestly, probably my favorite game of the playoffs, honestly. 
I mean, I yeah, I mean, it was it was my favorite game of the playoffs, and it was double overtime. I mean, I mean, you can't get any better than that, right? No, especially double OT where uh, where a team's already played enough overtime alone that uh, they got to go into two more OTs. Um, I'm sure a few of the guys on the bench were like, "Not again!" Uh, not, not again! Oh my god, they're, they're probably exhausted at that point. <laughs> but I'm sure. Listen, I'm sure Dallas was like, you know what? They're going into another OT. Uh, they're going. We're hope they pushed it to two two OTs. So they're at least. My thinking is they're at least thinking this is great for us because they played enough their players either just want to hit hit the locker room or they're like i gotta play another ot which is like wonderful um but yeah dallas pulls it out um they even had dallas only had 33 shots on goal while the tampa bay lightning had 41 shots on goal now we saw this even uh watching the islanders playoff no matter how many shots on goal you get it's the matter of the ones that hit the back of the net yep uh, you can have fifty somewhat shots on net and only have one point at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. So it's only over quantity. You can have fifty shots on goal and score one goal, and the other team can have twenty-two and they score three. It's it's quality over quantity in the NHL. Not really? not the best team wins on every night. You can play your bad hockey and still find a way to win. Exactly, and th- this game uh, I thought was kind of like a uh, turning tide of it um, because then we go to game six. Figured Tampa Bay is probably exhausted at this point. They're going another game six. Um, they just played an overtime the night before, two overtimes uh, a few nights before. Um, I thought it was actually – I thought we were going to go see a game seven. Um, as a sports fan, I would love to see a game seven, but we didn't. Uh, Tampa Bay takes it. They just shut down the Dallas Stars easily. Uh, they come out swinging, scoring a goal in the first, a goal in the second. Uh, Dallas go- Dallas scored a big goose egg, nothing. Um, yeah, the, I, th- I think halfway through the third period, the Stars only had eight shots on goal. And I know eight shots on goal sometimes don't mean much, but they were getting absolutely dominated. Tampa looked, Tampa looked the class above them in game six, and there's a reason why they won so easily. I mean, I there's this team has – the star, uh, the stars have surprised at least me. I didn't think they were this good. Um, I didn't think they were going to go this far. Um, Tampa Bay Lightning. I knew who they were, considering we had to play them. Yes. Um, but I think they're just a great group of guys that form a bond around each other after the five OTs. Um, and it's like if we can pull that out, we could pull everything out. So I think they were definitely riding that wave. No, they were they're a great hockey team all around. There's a reason why they got 130 points last year. They were the number one seed. They've been the best team in hockey the last three or four years. I mean, it's definitely well deserved. They, there's a reason why they're good every year. So, they are your new Stanley Cup champions for this year. Um, so, Kai, what was your overall thinking of the playoffs itself? Uh, I think the I think the NHL did a fantastic job with the whole bubble situation. No positive cases. I know it's a difficult time not having fans because, in, in my opinion, the fans make the NHL playoffs that much better. Because uh, we were talking about with our group chat and our friend James, our other friend James, if that game six at the cut was Islanders versus Tampa was at the Coliseum, I think it would have been absolutely insane that that game six. And yeah. same thing for this, if game 
even game seven against Islanders Flyers in Philadelphia, like that would have been epic. But NHL did a great job. They had no positive cases. Uh, it wasn't a fluke. It wasn't two fluke teams in the finals. It was two teams like one. The Dallas was two. Tampa was one. So it's not like it was you know two flukies. So <laughs> otherwise, NHL did a great job. Honestly. Yeah, no, they did. They uh, they executed their plan by having the two bubble cities, um, one on the east coast of Canada, one on the west coast of Canada, and it mm-hmm. actually worked out quite well um, mm-hmm. because I real, I mean, I didn't hear anything about the ice being a factor. The ice conditions were poor because we were talking about that. We're like, especially as soon as the playoffs started, you're like, you're going to have games back to back to back on these yep. ice surfaces. How are they going to keep up with it? Yes, it's in Canada. So NHL knows all. Um, I'm sure they had experts, Olympic oh, yeah, experts. They, they probably had the other top guys all around the league. Yeah, yeah. The, the NHL was definitely prepared for this. This was a very good preparation plan. So they definitely followed suit with that. Um, again, no positive cases. Unfortunately, no fans in the stands except mm-hmm. for players that were injured or just GMs. Yep. Yeah. Uh, just part of their team which was unfortunate, but you know what, to keep everybody safe and to, can you, to, to not have a case, which is great. Um, so actually I believe that, uh, hockey starts up in another few months. Yes. It starts actually almost two months because December 1st is supposedly the rumor or the actual date it will start. So almost we have two months until hockey starts back up again. So, which is great for us. We're big hockey fans. Um, you you'll have the draft soon. Yes, uh, a lot of things just combined with the hot, with the NHL seasons. Um, I know they're trying to get back on track. So in 2021, 2022 season, uh, they are somewhat back to normal. Um, yes. I I did see that the Islanders uh, owner did come out with saying that. Uh, just a quick side note was that. The Islanders will be playing all, if not most, of their home games at the Coliseum. Which is great, obviously. Which is great for us. We don't have to commute to Brooklyn. Um, It's also probably the last year they'll be there, so hopefully we're able to get back and get a few games in there um, while their new arena is being built, which is looking amazing, by the way. Mm -hmm. Yes, UBS Uh, Arena in Belmont is going to be great. I'm so excited. So, and then before we were talking, you you were bringing up uh, Henry Lundqvist. Yes, King Henrik. Um, yeah, it, it sounds like today that Rangers are going to buy him out. Uh, and I'm sure every Ranger fan know I appreciates how great Henrik Lundqvist was for the New York Rangers. Uh, made, during my time, since I've watched the NHL, I'm 24 years old. He's probably the best goalie I've ever seen. And this is coming from an Islander fan, like this unbiased opinion. He was that amazing. During their cup run, when they went to the Stanley Cup against the Kings, he carried them every time. Mr. Game 7, that's what they used to call him because they win every Game 7 because he would carry them. He'd stand on his head. And uh, he's going to get bought out today, and I'm sure every Ranger fan is going to have a big hit in their heart. But hopefully King Henry can go out to a team that looks like they're prime and ready to win a Stanley Cup. Yeah, I hope definitely be that veteran presence, uh, whatever team he goes to. It should be interesting on where he goes. Uh, definitely going to see a lot of the Rangers' reactions. Um, probably sad ones. Probably a few angry ones because they're like, why don't they play out the contract? Um, but you know what? 
that that's what the sports world is. You, you, yeah. you know, and, so and, um, and it's not like the Rangers are in bad hands, right? I mean, they have Chesterkin, who ever since he came on the scene last year, it was the reason why he got they got into the playoffs, and they have Georgiev as the backup. So it's not like he's leaving with you know bad goalies, two really solid goalies. Yeah, you could, and they're getting the first round. They're getting the first pick of the draft. Yes, <laughs> great. <one. laughs> so, uh, Ranger fans also have to be happy about that. Um, now, another quick point with the expansion team in Seattle, with such a short, in a sense, a short turnaround season. Um, what do you think? How do you think that's going to play out? Um. I don't know. Uh, I think Seattle still has one more year. I think okay. not. Not this coming season because I think because of COVID, they wanted it next year. So I oh, think so the expansion draft is like in June of 2021. Okay. So, but with the with with Seattle, the expansion team. I mean, if we look at Seattle, right? Seattle's fan base is crazy. I mean, the reason why they called the Seahawks the 12th man. So it's good to see. Them have a, have a hockey team now because I think Seattle is such an interesting city and their fans are such an interesting fans that like the Seattle Kraken, which I think is a great name and the jersey is fantastic. Uh, I think it'll be fun. It'll be great for the NHL. Yeah, definitely get another team on that West Coast. Um, Seattle, like you were saying, you see with the Seahawks, the 12th man is just crazy. Um, you include a hockey team indoors, no less. Oh, forget about it. Yeah, all right. You look so, so loud. Now, I know this is quite a stretch, but since I have you on, because we'll do it on our normal show when the hockey season most likely starts, who do you see making it back? Do you see the Lightning repeating the Stanley Cup, or do you see a completely two different teams um, from the league? Uh, what What's your opinion on that? I don't know. For me, nowadays, it's so rare that you see NHL teams like win back-to-back, or even any teams win back-to-back Stanley Cups. Uh, I don't know. The NHL is so weird where, like, one year the Capitals win a Stanley Cup, and next year they lose in the first round to the Islanders, right? Mm-hmm. Or – actually, no, last year they lost the first round to the Hurricanes. So, or, so who knows? Uh uh, the Lightning are great, don't get me wrong. Great point. Oh, their whole team is absolutely fantastic. I don't see the Stars getting there again. I think Vegas will have another shot. I like Vegas a lot. And the East is so wide open. Obviously, Boston was missing Tuka Rask, which kind of hurt. They were missing Pasternak, so they're a good team. They're missing a lot of injuries. Toronto's Toronto. They're going to be good again. You have the Capitals. You have the Lightning. You have a lot of good teams. The Islanders, too. You could put them in that conversation, too. You could even put in the Rangers if you wanted to because they're a decent team. So, I don't know. The East is so wide open where anybody can win. So, which is quite interesting because uh, we saw how with the expanded playoffs, uh, with the playing games, uh, how that turned out for a few of the teams. Um, Which I loved it, by the way. I know a lot of people didn't like it because it gave extra teams, you know, Teams that maybe didn't deserve to be in, like the Islanders and the like Rangers. I actually liked it. It was really fun games. There's more games to watch. It was a lot of fun. It was, especially when there wasn't much going on. Exactly. Um, there was nothing going on. But for the fact that uh, that they did it and it worked out, and even for like the, the seeding games where it's like the one, the one and the three, one, the first, second, and third teams had to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, second, third, fourth, yep. 
that could have changed a lot of the seed, a lot of team seedings. I mean, I think what was it? The Capitals. Um, was yeah, the it? Capitals who were like the the two seed ended up being what the four seed or no uh, the three the three seed and Philly who was the four seed going in ended up being the one seed, which was kind of crazy. Yeah, so which was actually interesting to see because you had a few of those teams already ahead of say Philly could have made a, an advantage, you know, used it to their advantage, didn't? Um, which kind of surprising, but listen, it is what it is. Um, any quick points before we go today? Uh, no, this was fun. It was great in the morning. I know you guys aren't used to this in the morning. Uh, thanks for having me on. Tom, no Kyle, hello. Miss you guys. Hope you're all doing well and staying safe during this uh, pandemic. But uh, it was fun to be on. Yep. Thank you for joining me this morning. Uh, Kyle Ayer, myself, reviewing the Stanley Cup finals um, and touching on a little bit of hockey itself. Um, this will be staying up on Facebook. Uh, this will also be on our anchor.fm slash review and preview if you guys missed it this morning um check out tonight's episode of review and preview we are going from 6 30 to 9 uh we will be talking about baseball and nfl um quick picks uh nba probably to tonight too uh actually russo's coming up with a video oh um, okay well, just like this uh, he will be doing a video of, um, unless we got time tonight, I'm not sure because we do have a guest on from JDF, the owner of JDF, uh, Fitz. Um, but yeah, Russo should be do- putting up a video soon, especially on his heat. Um, Ooh, yes, that's right. Big heat fan. He's probably excited for game one tonight. He is excited. I, I was talking to him earlier, uh, not to get off track, uh, last night, but he was like, I can't wait to watch it tonight after the show ends. I'm just going to turn close my laptop, turn on my TV and just watch it. So, which is great to see. Um, so we're looking forward to having you guys back later tonight, uh, six 30 to nine for our show. And that is it for us this here this morning. Thank you for joining me, Kyle. You have a good day yes, uh, me too. For, for everybody watching. Have a good day. And thank you for listening. Talk to you guys later.